0: hello top fan rivalry followers it is bill from top fan rivalry we got a new week upon us it's a tuesday morning we're excited uh, that we got through monday and now it's tuesday now we got somebody new i hope everybody had a good labor day we've got andrew in the clubhouse today he has not been on yet he is a guest for the first time so we're excited to have him on andrew good morning on tuesday and hope all is well how are you my friend
1: Good morning, New York, Long Island.
0: There, there you go. There you go. So so tell me, uh, who's your team? Who are you a fan of?
1: I mean, it's kind of a shock to everyone watching, but I am a Met fan, uh, born and raised. Born and raised.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So where did that start? Did that start? Is that a family thing? How come we didn't choose the Yankees? or, Or, you know, tell me, how did it start?
1: Yeah, so it started with my 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 father and my grandparents, my my grandfather and my pop fans and uh turned to you know New York Met fans and my dad took me to Shea Stadium as a kid, me and my brother, you know, we uh we grew up at Shea Stadium, uh going to a lot of games and uh now you know me and my cousins and my uh, my kids actually, you know, I carried on with them unfortunately for them they're also met fans you know it's not so easy being a Met fan but uh yeah no it's just yeah. just a family a family thing you know and, and we carried it on
0: not right now but it's going to be good in 2026 or something like that whatever the <laughs> yeah. organization said that they're shooting for so
1: yeah, yeah I always say like a Met's motto is it's uh, always next season met fans are loyal that's for sure yeah so it's
0: it's almost like a a Timothy Looper from the original Bad New Bears. And another thing, just wait till next year. Yep, they, oh yeah, exactly. There you go. All right, my friends. so you tell me how it started. Now tell me about favorite players. So who is your current favorite player in the MLB? Who is your current or who is your all-time favorite player? Again, they don't have to be Mets, but you sure have a
1: lot of options
0: to choose from.
1: Yeah, I mean Joey Votto, uh, just something about him, you know. I like, I like, I like the Reds because they're like a blue collar team, you know. It's not like one of those teams that paid their way to to be where they are. And I feel like Joey Votto always kind of stayed loyal to his team. Um, I always hoped that he was a Met at one point or another, but never happened. And it's uh kind of too late now. I feel like if he came here now, it'd be just just to sell tickets. But um, yeah. and then obviously my my favorite Met is Francisco Lindor. Uh, he's just always smiling, always playing, you know, he's, he, he's just, he's fun to watch. Uh, he's great defensively great behind the plate. Uh, and he just seems like an overall nice guy. You know, he just seems like uh someone you want to hang out with and someone to pick, pick you up when you're not doing so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh,
0: I don't know much about Lindor. I know he had a rocky start to the, um, to his Mets career he he may have popped off a little bit said some things that he probably should not have said but he has turned into a fan yeah. favorite like you yeah. said um and and I like Joey V. Man that that guy can that guy can play the game period. He can play the game.
1: Yeah, I think recently uh he, there was a clip of Havado where uh he went through a catch of uh foul ball and the fan grabbed it from him. And he like made a gesture to the fan, like the the fan had the uh, Cincinnati Reds logo on his chest, and he like kind of like read the ball me, aren't you a are you a Reds fan? And I just thought yeah. it was like pretty cool that he does, you know, just like little little antics like that shows that he's he's human, you know, he's not a machine, he's human and he has fun with it. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, he seems like a little leaguer, and that's the same thing with Lindor, man. Lindor seems like he's he's playing because he he loves the game. Not he's not he's not like a robot. And that's what I like. I like when players have have that emotion. I mean, I can keep going with Mets. Um, old Mets, it's Erdogan El- Alfonso. I just, I, I love him and didn't really look for the spotlight, you know. So uh, a lot of, like, growing up, um, I'm 40 years old. So, like, I, I kind of, like, fall in between that 86 and the 90s teams. Um, Alfonso was like that guy that, you know, didn't, like I said, get as much spotlight as Ordonez, but I just felt like he was like that workhorse that would, you know, put in the work and just, I loved watching him play. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I, uh, you've had some great, uh, players. I've got you by a couple of years, not very many, but you, you've had guys like strawberry. You've had guys like Gooden in their prime. You had, um, you know, you had obviously Mike Piazza, man. I that was one of the trades where I actually cried when he got traded to the Dodgers for the weekend yeah. to go to the Mar- or to the, go to the Marlins and then to you guys for the rest of uh, his career. um yeah. but that one was tough. I cried, man. I, I cried happy tears. <laughs> I'm sure you. <laughs> those would be bite words. All right, this has been a good interview. We'll see you. Next time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's what—that's you know, a lot of Mets fans. That's their go-to is Piazza, and I love Piazza. You know, don't get me wrong; he's definitely you know. I have so many favorites. You know, like I, I love Keith. You know, it's hard not to love Keith Hernandez. Uh, like you said, like Piazza, Doc, Daryl. Um, it's nice to see that they're finally retiring Doc and Daryl's numbers next season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we we have a lot to pick from. Um, but the, yeah, those are the, the few that I, that stick out for me at least. zeal. Yeah. And if, oh, t- and Todd Diel, Todd Pratt, Pratt's, uh Beltron, Bernard Gilkey, Butch Husky. Well, you know,
0: my favorite Met is the one we get to mention every July first. Oh God! I'm oh, just. <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> yeah. For those yeah. of you that are listening to this, if you don't know what I'm referring to, go up to a Mets fan, find a Mets fan on the street, and if they're a true Mets fan, and you say. Tell me about July first. If they don't punch you, offer yeah. to buy them a soda or a, a water or something like that.
1: Good old good old Bobby B. Bobby, Bobby B. B.
0: What you know, hey, listen, but he did it right, man. He got himself yeah, yeah. a deferred contract and
1: yeah. he, he smart can't hate the player. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, and at the time that was a steal for us. So that is what it is. You know. Okay. But yeah, like you said, yeah, Mets fans aren't too fond of that day. <laughs>
0: Don't, don't hate the game hate the you
1: know the
0: the player just played the game that's all he did so yeah yeah,
1: oh yeah he's a smart guy there you
0: go all right so let's talk to me about ballparks where have you been
1: so i mean i'm kind of boring i haven't really been to too many ballparks um i've been outside of ballparks like i haven't really been in them i've been outside of Wrigley i've been outside of Fenway i've been outside of Camden Yards but i've never actually been to a game there um last year i you know my dad thank god he's you know he's still with us he's not that old but he uh him and i are planning on doing like a away game um each year coming up so i would i would like to you know travel to see washington's ballpark philadelphia's ballpark um i'd love to go you know uh see the padres play i'd love to see you know uh, i want to go to um Go see the Pirates play. That's like one of my big like bucket list stadiums. I heard it's beautiful there. Um, it is. but yeah, I'm I'm kind of boring. I, you know, I I've been to City Field a million times. I've been to the Yankee Stadium, uh, you know, a handful of times. But that's really as far as I've gone. That I've been outside of Wrigley, which was really cool. I was um, different to see that it's like in the middle of like a city. You know, it's not really like like uh, c- City Field kind of stands out. You know, and it's like. But I feel like Wrigley Field was just like in a city and out of nowhere, it's just like pops up. Yeah. Well, um, it, and as does Red Sox, as does Fenway. Yeah, yeah. See, I was gonna say same thing with Fenway. It was like the same thing. It was like not that it was underwhelming, but it was just like, I don't know, I expected it to be kind of like how City Field is. It's like separated, but it's not. No, that but that was the first time. So I went to
0: Old Tiger Stadium before they tore it down. I went to a, a couple of games there. And being from the West Coast, we have these things that that you on the East Coast don't aren't familiar with because you guys use public transit. We have these big things called parking lots. And they're I'm just teasing you, but they're all around the stadium. <laughs> Got these big parking lots. And Tiger Stadium, old Tiger Stadium was just in the middle of the city. You just walk up and you just touch it. And that shocked me because you can't do that on the West Coast. Right? I mean, right. you if you go to Anaheim Stadium from where you pull in with your car to the stadium is about a football field length. So imagine not just end zone to end zone, but go back of the end zone by where the goalpost is to the back of the end zone. That's about how far you walk. And, um, and that's if you get good, you know, good parking. Um, and so it's nobody's going to walk up and go try to touch angel stadium over this little wall and, you know, but, um, So let me ask you this. I know you say you're born, and I know you say you've got a few stadiums you want to go to. But let's say next, I don't know, pick a month, June. Next June, you've got a month off of work. It's you and the wife. Um, you got a babysitter for the kids so you can travel a little bit. um, And money's not an uh, 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 issue at all. And you can only go to five
1: ballparks. Where are you going to go? I'd probably go to uh, Coors Field. I'd like to go see a game. Yeah, I'd like to go see a game there. I just, you know, i always like the Rockies. When since they're an expansion team, it's pretty cool to see um them come up and just the, you know, the different the different stadium there. Um Seattle. I'd like to go see Seattle Stadium. It's like another team that I, I kind of root for. Um I try not to root for too many national league teams like Seattle. Um, um so that's two. I'd say definitely like a nostalgic you have to go to Wrigley you know just to, like, to say that you've been there and like actually been in the ballpark and not just outside of it this time um and then I you know another another one would be Fenway um that just just the nostalgia of it and then um I guess my fifth would probably be I'd like to go see a game at San Francisco you know just the the whole uh you know the 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 water you know the fact that they you know originally were a New York team team, you know, the answer there, I think that would be pretty cool. And like you said, if money's not an object and I can go to the West Coast, I'd try to pick as many West Coast teams as possible to to pick apart. Um but yeah I mean those those five seem pretty pretty solid picks for me. Um but, more more about not like the actual stadium but just like the history behind this the, the teams and seeing kind of like a, a, a you know a different a different perspective.
0: Yeah. Well I can tell you this um this about three maybe three weeks ago or so uh, it's been almost a month it's been almost a month now um I had some nieces and nephews that came into town uh with their parents and um we did Dodger Stadium one night Angel Stadium the next night and Petco the next night they're all driving distance you can totally do that so if you ever want to do something like that just let me know I'll tell you hey Ended yeah, up this it. week, whatever. But yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. So yeah. So good good calls. I like those stadiums. Those are those are good calls on your side. So so there you go. I like it. All right. So so final question for you. So we talked about you being a friend. You talked about how you started. You talked about your favorite players. You named some phenomenal uh athletes. You talked about your all-time favorite players, ballparks you've been to, and your bucket list. Tell me. I guess normally I would say, what are you looking forward to in the rest of the season? Uh, There's about 28 games left for the Mets. I'm sure you're just like looking forward to it being over and getting on to football season, but what are you more looking at in 2024, I guess?
1: I mean, just, just uh, developing these young guys, you know, it's, it's this, this past trade deadline, it was, pretty tough you know had to swallow a a, you know big pill of 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 selling you know especially last season we were you know in the hunt um but yeah just we we've gotten a ton of prospects that we that we picked up um acuna gilbert um you know just seeing them develop right and then those guys that are coming up now mauricio alvarez Fiento and develop, you know, and, and I, I, we, we talk a lot about how like this is kind of like a, a wasted season, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be wasted because we're, we're developing these guys that, you know, normally wouldn't maybe even get burned in the majors or just, you know, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't have as many at bats. So just the towards this last 20, 30 games, just making sure that those guys get experienced. And then next year, just you know, developing, and, and and I'm excited to see the direction we go in, you know, because we're going to have to sign some pitching, um, you know, our our staff staff is for the kind of depleted our starting pitching, so um, you know, see what we can do here. I'm excited, you know, to see what Uncle Stevie's going to do. I mean, he's you know, he's the richest owner in sports, so you know, I don't, I think he learned his lesson from buying pitchers and buying, you know, buying players. But um, at the same time, I know he's not going to be embarrassed and have egg on his face for too long. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, and that's that's why I say a lot. You know, in the past, like having owners that were, um, I guess frugal, working with the Will Ponds, um, having owners like the Coens, that not only are they amazing to the fans, they want to put a superior product in the field. And I'm just excited to see what they're going to do. You know, yeah. this offseason is going to be going to be fun.
0: I agree with you. And I and you and I will have to have another conversation about this at some point. I'll get a, a few other fans on, but we're kind of learning a lesson here. And that is, um, why are the Orioles so good? Well, the Orioles right. are doing it the way that um, that the uh, Yankees did it in the 90s and 2000s, where they brought up a group of guys that played with each other a la Andy Pettit, Derek Cheater, you know, horde Posada, those type of yeah. guys. Um, that's what the O's are doing. The Dodgers have already all, always drafted well and developed the farm. Sure, you can go after the big contracts, the, the Shohei Otanis and things like that. But if you don't develop the team from the inside out, you're always, regardless of how you look at it, you're always going to struggle, period. Like, yeah. end of discussion, game, set, match. So, yeah. Um, so I like it. Uh, I like your analysis of it. That was what Cone I, was. Cone. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 new yeah. owners, especially people that are extremely wealthy, like the Cones, they're used to being able to get what they want based right. on, you know, the fact that they got the money, right? And, right. um, and so sure, you got the money. You didn't get the products. And now right. what's the lesson learned?
1: Right. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of a lot of Yankee fans and I don't like a lot of Yankee fans that were hoping that they did the same thing the Mets did, you know, kind of like just this isn't going too far and let's let's sell off and see what we can do. But uh, you know, they didn't do that. And then like I said, I know a lot of Yankee fans around here are are on you know not happy with ownership and not happy with the GM. And I think our GM, as much as people were, you know, talking bad about Epler, he, he seemed to pull a couple of nice moves, you know, and see what happens. Let's we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, top 10 rivalry followers, this is Andrew. Uh, not only does he um, have a personal page, which will tag him in, he also does some creation, content creation with um, a page about the Mets. And so. I know Andrew's going to have either Megan or myself or both of us on at some point on his one of his lives. We'll have a good time with it. But Andrew, I appreciate your time this morning. And I appreciate the fact that you're just kind of kicking us off and being honest with uh, with where your team is. I I've been a Dodger fan for a lot of years, so I've seen the 90s Dodgers when they were terrible i saw the early 2000 dodgers when they were terrible and then they would have a run middle of the season and then go back to being terrible again once you start having hope so i get it i i you know i'm not that guy that just says hey they're winning and i'm on the west coast i'm in so but i appreciate your time
1: anytime bill thank you so much for having me on uh it's, it's it was a pleasure And, yeah, I'd love to come on again. And whenever you're ready to come on our show, you know, we'll be happy to have you.
0: Sounds good. Thanks so much. Stick around for a second. We'll talk for a second. All right. Top Fan Rivalry followers, thank you. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Make sure that you follow uh, follow Andrew. Don't do it if you're driving right now. If you're on the subway, though, go ahead. You can play on Instagram. But if you're driving, don't. Anyways, everybody have a great day.